Hi, I'm Aaron from GuitarGearFinder.com and this is episode 15 of the Bite Size Guitar Podcast. In this short episode, I'll explain three ways you can use a metronome to become a better guitarist. Even if you've used the metronome before, have a listen to these three methods to get some new ideas of ways of practicing. If you haven't used the metronome seriously before, this episode will make it clear how useful they can be and how much of an impact one can have on your progress. Now the first way to use a metronome is what everybody knows to use it for, building speed. The metronome is the perfect tool for helping you build up your speed with any technique, lick or scale. The basic idea is that you start by playing something such as a scale run along with a metronome set at a comfortable tempo. Then, if you can perfectly play along with that tempo, you gradually raise it to a higher tempo. You keep gradually raising the tempo until you start to make mistakes in your playing. Then you back the tempo off slightly and keep practicing. Every day you follow this practice routine, you'll notice that the highest tempo you can reach without playing any mistakes gradually increases. If at day one you could play a scale run at 120 beats per minute, you may find that by day five you can easily play it at 150 beats per minute without any mistakes. Whenever you hear a guitarist play blisteringly fast parts flawlessly, they've likely spent a lot of time developing these skills using a metronome. Now here's something that a lot of guitarists get wrong when it comes to building speed with a metronome. You might be thinking to yourself right now, well, I don't really want to play fast shreddy style, so this isn't relevant for me. But even if you have no interest in playing fast, I still recommend you add this to your practice routine. Because it's not really about speed, it's about control. If you use a metronome to build your speed on something up to 180 beats per minute, and the song is only 150 beats per minute, you're not just building up speed that you'll never use when you play the song, you're building up control over your playing. Being able to play something at 180 beats per minute when you only really need to learn it at 150 beats per minute is like polishing your playing to a mirror finish. When you go back to playing the song at 150 beats per minute, it's going to feel effortless. That extra 30 beats per minute pushes you to play better in a way that you can never do if you only practice the part at the song's tempo. Now anybody who has done this knows exactly what I'm talking about, but if you haven't, it might sound a bit strange. The reason I recommend using a metronome to work on speed, even if you have no interest in playing fast, is that it adds so much control to your playing. If you want to see for yourself what I'm talking about here, pick a scale run or a lick you already know, and use a metronome to push yourself past your current limits. If you can learn to play that part at least 30 beats per minute faster than what you can currently play it, you'll see what I mean when I say this method adds so much control to your abilities. When you go back to playing the part at the normal tempo, you'll feel the difference. Okay, so hopefully I've made it clear why you should consider using a metronome in this way. I could talk about this for an entire episode, but let's move on to other uses of the metronome. The second way I suggest using a metronome is to work on your sense of timing. Anytime you use a metronome, it helps improve your sense of timing. But what I'm talking about is practicing in a specific way to improve your sense of timing. Here's a quick test to check your current sense of timing. I'm going to play a metronome set at a very slow tempo for 8 clicks. Listen to the first 2 clicks, then try to clap along with the next 6 clicks in time. Oh, and I'll just mention that some podcast apps automatically remove silence, so I've added some white noise behind the clicks to try and stop that from happening. And if you speed up your playback in your podcast app, temporarily slow it down to normal for this test, otherwise it's not going to work properly. Okay, so listen to the first two clicks, 
and then try and clap along perfectly in time for the next six. Ready? Here we go. So how did you go? Did you manage to time your first clap perfectly in time after only listening to the first two clicks? Did you manage to sync up all six claps perfectly? Or was it only the last few where you managed to sync it up? Trying to keep time with such a ridiculously slow tempo is hard, but it's a great way to test your sense of timing. How quickly you are able to sync up with the metronome after only listening to two clicks tells you a lot about your sense of timing. How accurate your claps were also reveals a lot about your internal sense of timing. You'll probably never need to play along with a song at 20 beats per minute, but it's the exact same skill you'll use for playing along with any tempo. The great thing about the metronome is that you can use it to improve your results at this test and your overall sense of timing. If you want to improve your sense of timing, here's the simple exercise to start you off. Start with a metronome at a moderately paced tempo such as 120 beats per minute. Just like this test, listen to a couple of clicks, then either clap your hands or strum a muted chord hit along with the click. The reason I recommend using a muted chord hit is so you get a better idea of how accurately you're timing your hits. If you were to let the chord ring out, it hides any imperfections in your timing, so only practice with muted chord hits. Listen closely to each click and how precise your timing was. If your muted chord hit was a little bit late, Try to compensate on the next click. Keep working at this tempo until you can perfectly sync up your timing without any mistakes. Once you can do that, slightly lower the tempo to 115 or 110 beats per minute. Listen to a couple of clicks, then try to play along in the same way. So when working on speed, we gradually raise the tempo to push ourselves harder. When working on your sense of timing, you lower the tempo. Lowering the tempo stretches the gap between clicks out further. This makes it harder to keep your internal clock in sync. But just like working on speed, practicing this helps you gradually improve your timing. Practice at 115 or 110 beats per minute over and over until your timing is flawless. Then gradually lower that tempo to 105 or 100 beats per minute. Eventually, you'll start to find it difficult to keep in sync with such long gaps between the clicks. Just like the other exercise, if you practice this method every day, you'll start to notice that you can gradually play at lower tempo over time without any imperfections in your timing. If you keep working on this, eventually you'll be able to play flawlessly to ridiculously slow tempos like the earlier test. Just like the practice routine for speed, this one really isn't about how slow you can play along with the click. It's all about control. If you can keep flawless timing at 20 beats per minute, you'll have no issues at higher tempos. Now, if you haven't spent time working on this before, I recommend working on it daily for at least two weeks. You might feel that you only need a few days worth of practice, but if you stick with it for two weeks, you'll see a massive change in your sense of timing. Okay, so now let's move on to a similar skill you can work on with a metronome. The third way you can use a metronome is to work on your rhythm. Now this isn't the same as your sense of timing, but it's closely related. When working on your sense of timing, it's all about how well your internal clock can keep a steady tempo. When working on your rhythm, it's all about how well you can split up your internal clock into different patterns. The typical way guitarists learn basic rhythm is to split up the beat. You start by strumming once per click, 
then you strum twice per click, then four, then eight, and so on. Most guitarists learn rhythm in this way by learning to subdivide the beat. Then you might start mixing up the pattern, such as playing a one beat strum, then split up the next beat in two, then back to one, then a four, and so on. I've listed a handful of simple rhythm exercises with tab and standard notation on the page for this episode. If you haven't spent time working on simple rhythm exercises like this before, just follow along with those exercises along with a metronome. This is a basic skill every guitarist should be able to play flawlessly. So run through those exercises with a metronome to test out your own rhythm skills. But a metronome can help you take your rhythm skills much further than these simple exercises. If you really want to improve your rhythm skills, don't look for rhythm guitar exercises. Instead, I recommend looking at how drummers practice rhythm. Watch a few lessons on YouTube for drummers and see how they think about rhythm and how they split rhythm patterns up. Even if you don't know anything about drums, there's a lot you can learn from these lessons. Learning to think about rhythm like a drummer can make a big difference to your rhythm skills. Watch a lesson for drummers on polyrhythms and you'll see how drummers take complex sounding rhythms and break them down into simple exercises. You can take any of those exercises you see for drummers and use them to work on your guitar rhythm skills. For example, if the lesson focuses on the bass drum timing, simply follow the bass drum pattern by strumming muted chord hits. Then take that pattern and practice it with a metronome at a tempo you find comfortable. The key point to remember is that practicing different rhythm patterns and subdivisions along with a metronome can have a massive impact on your rhythm skills. If you really want to develop the best rhythm skills, study rhythm lessons for drummers and apply those patterns to your guitar. So hopefully I've made it clear how you can use the metronome to work on different types of skills. Building up your speed, improving your sense of timing, and working on your rhythm skills are all crucial skills I suggest everybody work on. As I mentioned earlier, even if you have no interest in playing fast, I still recommend using a metronome to build your speed up. It's not really about speed, it's about control. I've written quite a few rhythm exercises with guitar tab and standard notation you can use to get you started. Check out the exercises at guitargearfinder.com slash podcast slash episode dash 15. The page also suggests different metronome apps or gear you can use if you don't already have a metronome. Try working on these three areas with a metronome for the next two weeks and stick with them. You may not notice any obvious improvements in the first few days, but if you stick with them, you'll see a gradual improvement to your sense of timing and rhythm. Check out the exercises on the website and I'll talk to you next time.